It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Hey, here we are. Three-man show. Brad's down here. His daughter played in the uh, Big Ten championship game last night. Uh, yes, yeah, he left L? last night. I'm not sure if Ohio State played in it or not, yeah. but they left last hey. night. No, uh, Maryland, right? Maryland, sorry. Maryland. Yes. Yeah. That, that girl, I hey, listen, yeah. I was at, uh, I, first time I've ever been to a brew garden. Me and my mom and dad went there. Wow. It was pretty decent. Oh, we had a famous radio incident at, at the brew garden. garden. Uh-oh. I'm not sure if I could tell the story. Well, someone got arrested. Screw it. Who, like to hear who's who the... <laughs> So there's a, you know the Brew Garden? Yep. It's in, I where do. is it technically? Parma, Middleburg Heights? I think Parma. Is it Parma? Is the Brew Garden in Parma or Middleburg Heights? Do you know? Come on. The, par- the Parma Middleburg. kid says he's not sure. It's, it's, I think it's Middleburg. Uh, it might be Middleburg then if the anyway, Parma kid doesn't know it. Yeah. We were doing like, we used to do the radio show there like a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you told this story. Before. Did I tell the story already? Yeah, we keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, Brad's daughter did not play yesterday. Oh, okay. They lost to Iowa in the semifinal. Oh, 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 oh listen. Before, so who won the Big Ten Women's Championship? That, Iowa. that Iowa. girl? That Caitlin girl? Caitlin Clark could ball, bro. She could yeah, ball. Yeah, I watched them play in the regular season. She is a oh. beast. <laughs> she does everything. Mm. She had like 30. 14 and 17 yeah. last night. She, she's she had a triple double in the championship game last night. Tough 30, handle. 10 rebounds, 17 assists. Oh my God. Yeah, I watched that game. Brew Garden, what happened? So, so we're there, we're doing the broadcast. Something happened. One of our salespeople got into a fight, an argument yeah. with the owner of the restaurant, who I don't think is there anymore. No. And the owner hit our sales guy. I think he did. And we were supposed to stay. Time. I think it was draft day. And we, I, and I, that's right. I was supposed to do like a live appearance after the show. I was going to hang out with fans. Right. But we canceled, we had to cancel the whole thing. We switched it to another bar. It was, it was a whole crazy thing. You know, a radio remote's bad when fisticuffs well, break out. Right. And the Between owner, management and radio and, staff. And the owner was like, hold on. What did he say to have an owner, a man of status? Put hands on him. I don't know. But that he go- wasn't an owner, though. He, he was a manager, right? I can't remember if he was the owner or the manager. It's, but it's, he was, if it's the owner, it's evil. That yeah. guy was out of control, though. He was nut job. 
But nice. I was almost I almost got into a fight in a bar in a bar once with uh, our old buddy Chuck Booms. Remember Chuck Booms? Oh man, listen, see now, now You also told a story once where a guy just came in and started hammering. Yeah, he got mad at me. Yeah. He was mad because I had told him that he slept in his mom's oh that I I basically said I hooked up with his mom. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was that's always whatever. Nice. But uh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's start with the diet watch. I how do you it. feel? How how did you it know, go over the weekend? It's funny. Weekends are tough. Saturday was no problem. Okay. And then Sunday morning was no problem. And I was telling these guys from 12 to 5 yesterday. Yeah. I was so hungry for oh. five hours. It was the first time I'd experienced that. And I went a little over my calories. And then I had dinner at 5. And then I didn't eat anything again until 10 o'clock this morning. Because well, I was just fine again. And I, I also found out on Thursday that actually – the medication that I'm taking doesn't really take effect until 12 weeks in. It's it builds up, builds up, doesn't really. So I'm oh, just so doing you're it all. getting small dose, and then the doses will get bigger. That's right. Or it builds up in your system. It builds up. Well, both. It builds up in the system, but it's small doses, and the doses get bigger. So like wow. the first four doses are 0.5, then it's then it's uh, sorry 0.25, then it's 0.5, then it goes up to one. And you only had two. I've only had two, so I'm really doing it all on my own. So, but yesterday was the first challenge, and I made it through. I still lost, I, in the last four days, another pound and a half. So, I'm down 16 and a half pounds wow. in 11 days. So, I, f- I feel good again. But it was like a five-hour stretch yesterday that I was really Yeah, hungry. hopefully those will diminish yeah. as you take your shots. Right. And, and then as be, we get, be better. that's the thing. Uh, 12 weeks in, my diet starts to expand. I can eat a little more. But by then, the medicine takes full effect. And my appetite will be quashed. When you say theory. you can eat a little more, do you mean more calories yes. or just more? More calories. I'll be, I'll be allowed to have more calories. Well, good. Okay. So, so yeah. the, the But I went over my are... calories a little. I was proud of myself because I went over my calories yesterday for the first time. Not by a ton. Certainly right. a lot less than I would normally have eaten. Sure. But I, I ended up with about 1,500 calories yesterday. Um, that's still, that's a good number. Still, yeah. But... I didn't allow it to spin out of control. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I feel good again today. I don't and know what 16 it was. and a half pounds, you said. Mm-hmm. In, in, so, so you're on pace to probably lose 30 pounds in a month. Yeah. Which I is mean, stunning. Maybe it, even Obviously, more. it's slowing down. It's going to slow sure. down. But yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel really good. Good. That's great. Yeah. Your bet. Uh, did, he, did you win Friday no. or did you lose? Uh-oh. I lost on a, what was it, a three at the buzzer or something? Nope. I don't Very remember. late three from the heat to cover. The, the Knicks didn't cover. Spread. The Knicks did win. <laughs> yeah. But the heat. Ended up covering plus two and a half. You had picked the Knicks minus two and a half. So yeah, well, and then no, the Knicks won the game. Yeah, but they were favored by two and a half. Right, but they won. They, they won by two. Right, I lost by a half a point. Yeah, two oh, yes. so three covered. pointer. So that's a bad beat. That's a bad beat. <laughs> I had the great win now? and then two bad beats. Seven, seven, seven and six now. Seven and six. Seven and six. But hey, Ohio, okay. Bet yeah. Rivers Online Sportsbook Still is the money. place to be for seven every six, single yes. game, including tonight's Cavs Celtics game, which we'll reference here in a sec. Yeah. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers when you use deposit code Sports. You'll receive a second chance bet up to five hundred dollars. You get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey. To help you win big, check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Bull, what's your bet today? Now, this is tricky because I took this bet. The Cavs were a four-point favorite when I took this bet. The line has now gone up. So, I don't know if it's even fair for me to make this bet because I'm telling people to bet it. But I think it's now six or seven because the, set, the feeling is that the Celtics are going to sit guys tonight because they played a double overtime game yeah. against the Knicks. A couple right. of their guys got So, for our up. purposes, do you want to take the current line of – you're, you're recommending this to fans. Yes. What, Mike, what's what, the current line? Wait, one sec. 
look at as the current line moment, on Bet Rivers. On Bet Rivers. On Bet Rivers minus six. Okay, let's go then. Let's go minus six. I I should have to. I'm still taking them because they're at home. We know the Cavs are much better at home, and the Celtics, in my opinion, are going to be playing like a, a Pistons type of team. Well, we're assuming that now, they haven't come out and said they're resting. No, everybody. but I, Vegas knows these things, right? Well, they tend to. And, and the Celtics played double overtime last night. Guys got a little nicked up. I, I don't think they're playing and, these guys back-to-back. And, back. and plus, even if they do play their starters, if the Cavs, they're gonna be get, tired. If, if the Cavs get up 10 points, they'll sit them. 12 yeah. points. Well, yeah. And their play. last game against the Pistons, obviously, was a 20-point win, 25-point right. win yeah. or whatever. So, they didn't, it, wasn't max, it wasn't a max effort no. game like the Knicks or the Celtics had last night. I would think that's a good bet. I would think the Cavs yeah, we'll should see. cover. But if they play everybody, I don't like the bet at all. No, I, I don't even like the I, if they play their starters. I it's even a risky, tired, I think the Celtics. It's win. a risky bet, but I'm assuming Vegas knows something. I already assumed those guys wouldn't play, and now that the line went like that so much, we'll see. The line started yesterday, by the way. Cavs minus one point five. It's up yeah. to six now. So yeah. Vegas knows something. Yeah. Well, or they could just be assuming. I mean, the assumption it's a safe assumption. That's yeah. right. But I mean, I'm sure the Celtics coaches haven't told anybody what they're going to do. Yes. So yes, Vegas yes. is guessing. Yes, but, you but know they're usually their guesses are usually pretty well, good. But if you sometimes when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, that's exactly and right. And last thing on the cast, we're going to talk about it plenty in a little bit. Donovan Mitchell, who's dealing with a sprained thumb or sprained finger, is at shoot around right now. We just saw some okay. tweets. He out, is, so. but he is officially questionable for tonight. He is questionable, but usually showing up at shoot around yeah. is a good sign that, that helps. He will he, or he might just test it out, see how it feels. Right. You would want to do that anyhow, and, and the time Jay, to do that would be shoot around. Jay, you uh, sorry to cut you off there, but you uh, you're it's a one foot in the parking lot Monday for Jay. It is. You're, yeah. You're heading on vacations. Like, yeah. Well, you're working. <laughs> right? I'll give you my itinerary for yeah. the three different shows I'm servicing. So you're not really Check on vacation. That. Four different shows. Uh, no. It's yeah. that's that's a that's a misnomer in radio w- when you travel to radio row for the Super Bowl those guys have it made because yeah. they do their shows and they're done that's it yeah and typically the time that they're working is their shift their regular shift whatever that is um, when you're doing obviously I have different kinds of travel when I was with ESPN I was doing my show and yeah. that was it so that was cl- that was very very plush you could go go out at night do things at night but here I'm servicing uh, UCSS. I'll do a half hour live each day from Arizona. Right. Is what I've been told. Um, I'm doing 14 feature interviews with players. Hold so on. 14 sit down interviews. How long? Over the course of five days. How, but how long? It's how long fun for you though. No. No, it's good because a yeah. you get to you get to meet the players. You get right, to connect right, yeah. the players a little bit, and uh, you're also learning about them. You're learning things about them that you didn't know, yeah. which is always good. These are these are human interests like. Favorite Cleveland restaurant, what right, kind of right. music you oh, listen to, like all the offbeat stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you feel like you get to know them off the field. I know as much as I can possibly know about players, what they do on the field. So I'll right. get to meet them, get to know them away from all that. And then we're also doing live hits for the four and the five o'clock right, shows right, right. for Channel Three. So it'll be an early day. It'll be a late into the uh, well, East Coast time is which I'll stay on. Right. Yeah. It'll be you know into the evening, which is typical. Uh, I'm having dinner with with uh, with. Curtis Wednesday night. I'm sure I'll have a dinner Tuesday and Thursday. Are you well. going to Pizzeria Bianco, which is the best I, pizzeria in Arizona? I probably won't be able to. I would love to. I really would, but yeah. I, it just doesn't look like it's going to. Good fit Year in is trip. like the ass end of Arizona. It is. It's northwest. Yeah, it's, it's like the furthest suburb. Or is it of, southwest? It's south. It's always bizarre going southwest. past that that airport, that airline, the airplane graveyard. Yes, yes where they're all lined up. It's weird. Yeah. 
So it's right there at, would, the, at the facility. Would, it's like an that. apocalyptic scene. You pull up. It is. <laughs> you pull up, and there's just dozens, if not into the hundreds, yeah. of air, airplanes just lined up on uh, tarmacs. I think they refinished some of them there. They paint them there. But they're all older, so it, yeah. it's like Bull said. It's like, yeah. wow, the war is over, and this yeah. is what's left. Right. It's just a bunch of old It's like old the Walking airplanes. Dead. I, yeah, I, I, I got to search that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah it is. But, it's, it's, I'll take some pictures for you, because yeah. it's right next to the Guardians and the Reds. Yeah, spring training. I mean, Apparently, the, the weather just turned, and now it's nice and warm out there, I heard. Curtis, I talked to Curtis Saturday. Yeah. He said, yeah, get ready for nice weather. Yeah. But they had some days last week where it was warmer here than it was there. What's not, Yes. What's nice about doing those type of interviews is guys will loosen up more, as they you will. know. Yeah. When you're not talking. There's no guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fun. Yeah. And it, so it, it'll be a good time. But there's not going to be a lot of time to schmooze. Do the fun stuff yeah, that you right. like to do. Is, when is you the, are there trip. any other, like, spring training facilities besides Arizona and Florida? No. No, that's it. I've, that, there's there's been rumors that Vegas was going to yeah. break off eight teams and start yeah. their own. It hasn't happened the yet. The good thing about Arizona is, as opposed to Florida, all the teams are within basically an hour of the greater time. Phoenix area. Yeah, right. you'll go as far as Mesa. Right. And you'll go Scottsdale, Goodyear, Surprise. They're all within an hour. Yeah. It's Whereas all Florida, very, very Some of them easy. are like four hours away. Well, hell, sometimes in Florida, you'll go to Vero Beach. To Orlando. To Orlando. Yeah. To Fort Myers. To right. Tampa. Right. It's all over the central to mid-south Florida yeah. area. But I've done both. Um, and you spend a lot more time driving in Florida than yeah. you do in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they they so basically how did they choose where you were going to go? Did you just did, did Arizona just say, "Hey, we have we have spring training in Arizona." I mean, well, generally the West Coast generally the West Coast teams are in Arizona, the East Coast teams are in Florida. But not always. And then the not always, not, not always. and then the Midwest teams are kind of split. Yeah. Like Detroit is in Lakeland. Right. The, the Indians for years were in Winter Haven. Right. Yeah. Before that, way before that, they were in Tucson. I remember that. So it's right. just it's it, it all basically these towns the, the parent uh, the home uh, the town where my parents built their home their retirement home was Surprise and Surprise was trying to attract businesses and residents at the time my folks moved out there. So they were given huge tax breaks. They get tax abatements. Come out here, you won't pay tax for ten years. They know that when the teams build beautiful, nice facilities, that they're not going to want to move after ten years. They're just going to start paying whatever the taxes mm -hmm. are. So, but there's always competition to get those teams to move sure. to different cities. And there was talk for a while about Vegas maybe siphoning off eight teams because you'd have to have at least eight to, right, right, to be right. able to do it. Yeah. Right now, I think it's like 16 and 14 or 15 and 15 maybe that go Florida. I think it is now Arizona. 15 15. It's real yeah. close if yeah. it's not 15. Guys, 15. As, mu as much and as interesting as I know, the you're geography bored by this. of spring training is, we got a lot to get to today. Yeah, uh, yeah we do. Right. We've got we got to run into it. We've, we've got Dequell coming up. He was at the combine. We'll talk yeah. to him. Today we're doing top five left fielders in baseball. I know my number one will shock you guys, maybe even upset some of you. Mm -hmm. um, the Cavs, Celtics, we're going to talk about that. And Browns free agent news, which is where we got to start because, guys, well, all first of a sudden breaking now. breaking news in the NFL because Derek Carr signed with the Saints. No, he hasn't signed. Well, it's unofficial. They've agreed to terms. Yeah. They've agreed um, to terms. And, and I just heard on the NFL Network moments ago that, that they're just the leading contender. That, oh. That, that, that that's it. So we got to be careful. It's not... And even well, this says, and they've emerged as the front runner. It, everyone else is saying it's essentially done. We'll wait yeah, the NFL there. Network, done, they, but... they couched it this way. That he knows their four-year offer. The Jets are working on a, on a counter. Oh. So until the hay is in the barn right. on this. They're making it, it seem like it's over. 
yeah, I, the first reports that I heard early this morning was like it was done. Yeah. Now, obviously, he can't sign the contract yet. Well, he can because I don't, he was cut. Oh, no, no, yes, he can. He yeah. was cut. He's different. He's not in the free yeah. agent class. Um, he, I guess what they're waiting on is the Jets' offer to see whether or not the Jets are going to counter. The Jets obviously need a quarterback, and they were said to be in on it. Yeah. But the NFL Network's guys just 15, 20 minutes ago um, were saying that it looks like it's going to be Saints, and it nope, likely will the Saints, be. From Ian Rapport, Saints are giving Derek Carr a four-year, four-year deal, source said, with the big QB number coming, they'll make it work from their current cap situation. So. Right, giving him. The key language is, has accepted. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And I don't see that language anywhere. And that's what the NFL Network was saying. Hold on, guys. Uh, It's not done. Until you see this. Okay. Derek Carr signs with Saints. It's open. We've learned this before in these negotiations. It looks like a player's going someplace, and then a team ponies up at the last minute. Kind of like the Giants. What's the dude signed the contract with the Giants? It was like, uh, no. Well, that was a failed physical. That was that was a little different. He adds. Oh, and then the Mets, and then he ends, and eventually went right, right, right. Okay, so but we'll it looks talk like about it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we're going to focus mostly on this free agent talk on the on the positions that the Browns are most interested in. And obviously, Fletcher Cox now is a name that's out there, mm-hmm. as is Brandon Graham. And so let's mm-hmm. start there because mm-hmm. those are the two most likely, or at least one of those two is most likely, because of the familiarity with Schwartz and those two players. I can't imagine either of you are going to say no on Brandon <laughs> Cox. No, a Fletcher Cox. Or Fletcher Cox. Graham. I'm sorry, Brandon I, Graham's a different yeah. story. I'm not a go on Brandon. I, I'm, a, I'm a definite go on Fletcher Cox. I'm Brandon fine Graham, with either of those guys. I don't know about. I don't know about Graham. He, I think he's older, and I just, I, I, when I watch Fletcher Cox, I still see the explosion in the motor that you want at that position. Um, I, I would, I, I, I think they can both still play. I, I think if Brandon Graham is at this point is, is he better than Alex? Wright? Well, he's better than what we have, but yeah, the question is going to be how he, the price. Well, goes. how much money, right? Yeah, yeah but I'm the. the Guys like that are interesting in spots like defensive tackle and linebacker because you don't have to make a long-term commitment. Right. Um, well, they wouldn't. Not I mean, Brandon guy. Graham had – Oh, he had 11 sacks? Coming off – Yeah. Well, remember, though, he's playing in a line that had 70. Jeez. So, there were holes everywhere. Yeah. And there's going to be guys that feast because of that. I, hey, I look, hear you. I just think – I, I, I know – I was reading an article about him on PFF, and they were they were amazed by how well he played. So, you still like him? He graded out well. Fletcher Cox, certainly I would like more. I would love Fletcher but Cox. I'm fine with either of them. And between those guys and Eric Kendricks, who got cut by the Vikings today at linebacker, these are a lot of these are guys that the Browns could go after that are perfect pieces for what the Browns are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veteran leadership, guys that have won, especially the Eagles guys have won. Mm-hmm. They know Schwartz. Kendrick, I assume, knows Stefanski because he's been in Minnesota forever. Eric Kendrick still at 30 or 31, whatever he is, 
was, according to PFF, one of the top 15 run-stopping linebackers mm, yeah. in the league, he just, which is exactly what they need. He gets 100 tackles a year, Yeah, he's he? a classic old-school middle linebacker. Yeah. I'm sure DeQuell loves will Follows love the ball and gets to the carry. I think if the Browns can get Kendricks and one of those two guys, either Cox or Graham, that's – to, to me, those are home run additions yeah. because they're guys that are proven. You know what they're capable of. I want of. Bates, too. I, if you throw in Bates on the oh, back end, uh, I'm getting you greedy. You know why? Greedy. Here's why I'm getting greedy. Because I listened to G on Friday, and G's like, the hell with it. I want this. I want that. I'll give me that. I'll give me this. You have to. I look hard. So if in. that's what we're doing, yeah. and we're going to shoot for the stars and spend his money, yeah. and that's what we're doing, yeah. then let's do it. I mean, if that's what we're going to do, then let's do it. I mean, if they end up with with Cox, Kendricks, Bates, and Brandon Cooks via trade, that's a home run off season. They're right ready there. for the season, and they're yeah. automatically a contender in this yeah. division. And you look at it, I like to pair young guys with old guys. Yeah, it's a nice I, mix. I like to mix because I'm not going to ask Brandon Graham to play 70 snaps. No. I'm going to ask you to give me 25 of your best third down reps you can give me. I don't even really think Fletcher Cox is going to be playing all that much. That's why I got a guy like Perion Winfrey that can mix and match. Maybe if you could get something out of, uh, I don't know if Togi guys will be worth nothing, but you Isaiah might, Thomas. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Maybe, those guys maybe. will make them better. And, and plus, you can still go And Jim draft. Schwartz will make them better, too. Yes. Jim Schwartz will make them better. Those guys will make them better. And I think guys like that, seasoned veteran winners, will make even Miles Garrett better. What I like about Fletcher Cox is he's going to be a guy that comes in and sets a tone right away. That's right. Guys, we're mean, we're yeah. nasty, and we're working hard. Yes. Period. End of discussion. And they don't have that guy right now. No. And, and the best part about it is guys that have, that have tasted the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. Right. They've yeah. tasted it. They've Same been thing with Bates. They've won. They, some, they've won. They're close. They're not going to take none of that. They're going to come in there. And Jim Schwartz is going to say, guys, these are the tone setters. These are my guys. They know what to do. And they know exactly the way I want to play it, and everybody will fall in line. I love the fact it, that you could get some of these guys. Yeah. What on if you can only get deal? one of the four names we just mentioned? Which one do you want? Ooh, well, I'd take Fletcher Cox. I would say Cox I would one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would take Fletcher Cox. I would say Cox one. It I, fills the biggest hole that we yes. have. Yes, uh, and then, but I think they're all. I think I would definitely go Cox one, and then either Brandon Graham or or Kendricks two. Okay, I have Kendricks two, Bates yeah. three. Graham four. I love Bates. Am and I, I off G Bush? No, nah, I, 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 I like if you're going to give me a couple of these dudes and I can find them. I don't mind spending on Bates then. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Right. Because now I, you, you got a nice high price guy back there. You solidify that. Plus you getting some run stopping ability. I like the fact that now you're yeah. starting to see the well, names pick up. If you add Cox or Graham and then Kendricks and then Bates and the perfect, you know, uh, thing that would make everybody happy, right? Now you've added a proven veteran at all three levels, a guy who's a leader at all three levels, and in the case of the Eagles guys and Bates at least, guys who have been to the Super Bowl. And in the Eagles case, guys who have won the Super Let Bowl. Let me ask you this, because you know their defense so well. Yeah. If the Browns were to add three of those four names, yeah. would it would the, would their would you like their defense better than the Bengals? It's a good question. Um, depends on who the Bengals lose. Right? It depends, you know. Uh, what well, the I think we know what's going to happen. Well, there. the you Bengals have uh, three guys who are free agents right now. One right. linebacker, and then both their safeties are free agents on yep. defense. Um, if if they lose, the Bates by the way, the Bates they've shown no effort at all to resign. No, they're, they're not going to sign Bates. The uh, the Browns are already better at corner than the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals right now have a much better defensive line than the Browns, but obviously if they added Fletcher Cox, it'd be improved. I still think the Bengals would have the better D-line. 
because you only have, you'd still only have more. two legitimate starters. Uh, I think linebacker would be close. Yeah, I but think I mean, Miles Garrett, Garrett is kind of, you know, Miles Garrett's better than anybody on the Bengals. No doubt, front no doubt. Uh, I think it would be close. I think it, they would be neck and neck. Yeah. I, I would have to see how, what else the Browns did and what else the Bengals yeah. did. But that alone would make it neck and neck. The consensus sure. is, though, if you add two, three of these names, you have drastically improved your defense, which mm-hmm. was the weakness last year. And yeah. you've really addressed the hemorrhage wound, which was the defensive line. Yeah. You've gotten better at the two coaching positions that were talked about yep. all season long. That's right. And not just better. I think home runs at both. I agree. You got a former head coach and a terrific defensive coordinator in one. And in the other, in Ventrone, you've got a guy that we've heard home run yeah, was yeah, the yeah. way it was described to Gee, us. I think we've got Phil Jay we've on the so- Kool-Aid right now. We've sold He is him. excited. This is the first time I've seen excited Browns fan Jay right. in a long time. Hey, You're right. He's 20, excited right he's, now. You know why? Because I listened to G. Bush <laughs> on Friday, and G. was like, you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. They have to. So The listen, Browns have to do that. I've always subscribed to the idea that fiscal responsibility is very <coughs> important. Yeah. But if we're not, if we're going to pretend that, that that bylaw of the yeah. NFL no longer exists, and here's the other thing, and from now on, if we're going to kill the Dolans for not writing checks, I think Jimmy and D. Haslam open themselves up to a 100%. whole new can of, of criticism when they decided they were going to take nearly $1 billion. And by the way, the amount now is in question. Yeah. But let's just It's assume, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Right now, the, the, the reported figure is $875 million, but there are those with the Bucks saying it wasn't Who that Who cares? Much. Even if it's $500 million, it's a ton of money. If you're going to tell me that Jimmy and D. Haslam have the kind of money that they can just write an $875 million check yeah. to be part minority owners of another team. That's yeah. crazy. Then, then you damn well have the money to stick in whatever it costs here. That's right. To give us what this city deserves, a winner. That's 100% correct. And I know, I'll, I'll speak for G because I know he's going to agree with me here. If if the Browns don't go bananas this offseason adding talent, I'm freaking killing Jimmy. And I'm killing the whole organization. And they deserve there is it. There's no excuse. You're right. We're you here. put... You went, you jumped in the 10 foot deep level of the pool by trading for Deshaun Watson. You can't half ass it now. Nope. You waste that investment. That's right. If you don't you put doing? the pieces around him that he's going to need right. to get him back to his Houston level, yes. then you wasted that 230 100%. million deal. And I read, by the way, in Mary Kay's column, you know, which is great, it, read which it. great column, great information. Tidbits. But the one thing I didn't like, and this is just Mary Kay's opinion, is that while well, they said, they're they're gonna sign. They're not gonna probably not gonna sign Ethan Pochich because he's gonna be too expensive. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I know well, part of no, it is they no, believe in Nick Harris. Part, yeah, the second part of that it. was they believe that Nick Harris is a starting and that's fine, center. But I don't want to hear about a single player being too expensive. And you know Nobody. what? Here's the other thing. Because you're right. But if Harris isn't as good as Pochich, right? Then we got a problem. Yes, because we've got a problem. For for me, I, I when I when you go get these free agents, and I just want to be transparent with everybody out yeah. there. Two of these guys could be no good. One of them could be hurt the rest of the year. Another guy could come in. Yeah, you never know. It happens. This is where we're at, though. And so sometimes you're going to have to be okay with being uncomfortable or or have a question mark on whether what's the return on investment on these one-year deals. However, you got to do it. You, you, you behind the eight ball. You can't go into the season. You got to go L.A. Rams mode. (coughs) I I really believe you do. And they've – and really – the biggest piece of what the Rams did 
was the quarterback piece. That's right. And now the Browns have done it at a very similar cost, <coughs> more dollars long term. Right. But you're in this. No. And and I like the way you put it. Yeah. You're in the 10-foot deep end. You're now. already in. You better sink or swim. And one one way or another, right. you're all in. And once they traded for Stafford, what did they do? They didn't back off. No. no. They, they got they added all the other pieces. They traded they for needed. Von Miller. They Von did Miller whatever the they had piece. to do. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to pay for it. I get it down the line. But and there's no guarantee that Listen, the Browns are going to win a Super Bowl. But Bull, yeah, it's worth it. Every fan in this city, we were going to talk last week, which I thought was absurd. We were saying, which would you rather have, the Browns win the Super Bowl, right? But don't go for 50 years. But I think suck the rest it. of the time and basically. suck the rest of the time. <coughs> yeah. And the other one was, they make the playoffs 40 out of the 50 years, but never win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, we've already lived one of those, but in we didn't 80s. get the Super Bowl. Right. 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 We, we've That's lived no good. one of those. Listen, so, I'm telling you, Jay, I've had a bowl watching the Bengals the last two years. A I bowl. bet you have. But if they don't win the Super Bowl, it's all worth nothing. You've got to win the Super Bowl. Yep. The Browns, I don't care about getting the playoffs. When you haven't gone in a while, it's exciting to make the it playoffs. It was nice. And it was fun as they did. Yeah. And you could deal with that for a couple of years. But eventually, no matter how bad your team was, no matter how long they were bad for, if you consistently make the playoffs, You've got to break through and win a championship. Got to win. Or you're left unsatisfied. Yeah. Go ahead. Make I got targets. three things real quick. Derek Carr tweeted out, happy to be a uh, saint. So, so it's done. Okay. It's done. So now we can yeah. report it. Yeah. We did ask the internet real quick. You know, whenever we ask the internet a question, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We asked them, given the choice of just Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham, who would you want to see the Browns bring in? Significantly aligned yeah. with us, it's Fletcher Cox. That's it's not close. Real quick, for you guys before we bring DeQuell in, though, what percentage chance would you say on the reality scale is there of the Browns signing all four? Bates, Cox, 5%. Uh, Graham, and Eric Hendricks. There's, there's 31 other teams. What about so three, five? though? Three of the four. Well, they're not going to sign Cox and, and Graham. That's not realistic. They're not going to no. get uh, Even if they were to sign three. Well, they might. I mean, if Jim Schwartz knows their value as a tandem. Sure. He might. I mean. But, but I there's just, other I, guys. Like, we're naming some names. But there's other. It's not like those are the only guys out there. No, they're, these are the names that kind of line up. Yes. Um, Cox, Cox and Graham with the connection to, to Schwartz tells me that where there's smoke, there's fire. There, that's that's. I think it's there's a good chance they'll get one of those two. No doubt. But I we also have to remember chance. there's 31 other teams. Of course. And they have needs too. And they have, and they have money. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's really hard to say. We can sit here in our dream world and say yeah, give us Kendricks, Cox, Graham, Bates, and Cooks. Right. Like okay, if we get those guys, yeah, we're an instant contender. Yeah. But the, by the way, I it's going to be difficult. To I, do the that. more I think about it, without unless there's a name that comes out of nowhere. Right. Like a great receiver that ends up getting traded that we're not expecting. At the moment, it looks like none of the top 10, 15 receivers are changing teams right now. Well, so I, well Cooks, we, we well, I don't think he's top 10 or 15 oh, receivers. You, yeah, yeah, I think he's, you're just, right. yeah, no, he's, he's a little below that. Yeah, he's, he's probably top, top 25. Yeah, top, top 25, 25, definitely. But So you'd have two top 25 guys, which is yeah. good. You'd rather, you'd love to have a top You can 10. win with two. You can win yeah. with two top 25 guys, especially when you have an elite back, a pretty good tight end. But I think Cooks is the best guy they can get. And I went back and looked at his numbers, and in terms of yards per game, because he missed a couple of games, <coughs> the year, he only played with Deshaun Watson for one year. 
but it was the most yards per game he had in his career was the year with Deshaun Watson. Now, mm. he missed a couple of games, so his total numbers yards per game weren't now. as high. Yeah. And outside of last year, he had never missed more than, I think, two or three games in a season. Last year, they were having an issue there. He was unhappy. I think he's a great fit, and I wouldn't stop there. I want to add another. Give me one of these free agent wide receivers, one of these guys who's like a lottery ticket. There's okay. potential. I've got, a, I've got a name for you. Yeah. And don't scoff me right out of the okay. room like I know you're both going to do. <laughs> because I would have scoffed me out of the room okay. a week ago. Now, wait, before you say it, is it's in addition to a guy like Cooks. You're yes. Saying. Okay. Yes. Fine. Before you say it, it's Jay. a total flyer. Flyer? Okay. It's a no. There's, there's no risk involved in this at all. Man. Jay, I'm bringing Josh it. Gordon to camp. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I don't have a problem. Let's go. Let's go. Why well, as he say, let's bring DeQuell in and see what his reaction okay. was. Yeah, I'm bringing Josh Why? Gordon to he's camp. killing it in the XFL against minor leaguers. I have killing no problem it. bringing him yes, to camp. Yes, he's killing it. And you know what? I know the Chiefs had him in camp, right. and he didn't make that squad, which blew me Not away. Not a good sign. <laughs> I thought that if anybody can re- resurrect him, it's Andy Reid. Right. So, has he lost a step? I don't know. He put up huge numbers again over the yeah. weekend, found the end zone a couple of times, Definitely not as fast as he was because oh, I watched oh, the no. highlights. Oh no! He's I mean, not, oh, I don't. He, I doubt he could play in the NFL anymore. But I doubt there it is too. No harm in but you know him what? I'm inviting him to camp. I got a Dequell. Dequell you you want to take a flyer on him? Why not? Yeah, I'll take a shot. You All know right. why not? He still has the passion to play. He, like you said, I've been watching. Everyone's been watching. He's him. 31. How he, he, yeah, he's yeah. 31. What's the What's the harm? He can push the other guys to say, you know what? If he can still do it at a high level, you know it. it how about this? The, the 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 reward outweighs the risk at this point. He'll yeah, be no, right. There's no risk he, if he's if he's banned yeah. in the locker room, whatever. You cut his ass. If he can't play anymore, you cut him. I mean, you know, he's not getting any guaranteed money. No, but at least you know. Right, but I kick the tires with it. I yeah. definitely do. Yep, I, I agree with that. I, I'm fine with that as a flyer. But but Dequel, we were talking about this. We the Browns have they they jumped into the deep part of the pool with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. They've got to go crazy. Yep. I think they got. They got to, not, not recklessly, but they've got to address all these needs. They can't mess around. They got to spend whatever they have to, trades, draft picks, whatever it takes to get better with some veterans. We were suggesting either Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham, Eric Kendricks at linebacker, and then you yeah. know, we talked about Jesse Bates. What do you think about the Browns going all in? Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, listen, in my personal opinion, if the front office, the front office feels the sense of urgency this year to get it done because the things you just laid out, Bull, they, that was a huge investment bringing Deshaun Watson in. That was not just to get to the playoffs or just borderline, you know, fall into the playoffs. You made a move that gave me the impression, I'm sure all the guys on the team, best for receivers, more receivers, pass catchers, uh, and definitely beefing up that defense. And the guys you mentioned, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, I'll take either one of those guys because guess what? Either one of those guys brings a, a, a level of professionalism, a, 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 a proven veteran that God knows we need on that defensive line standpoint, that defense alone, to couple with and, and extend the message of a, a Jim Schwartz that's going to command the room as we we hope he would. But I, I kick the tires. You have to land one of these guys. And one guy, uh, another Absolutely. linebacker you guys uh, hadn't brought up was Levante David. Either Levante yeah. David and Hendricks, you have to – you have to grab one of these guys that, in my opinion, they're one of the top free agents that are that are uh, available as opposed to trying to find a guy in the draft right now because the sense of urgency is is prevalent. They got to win now or by this time next year, you know, we a lot of guys, a, a lot of people will be out of uh, jobs in, in that front. 
to, to make this art, you know, marginally better. Uh, Browns, according to Mary Kay, Mary Kay Cabot's uh, notes, she said there's going to be an effort to re-sign Taki Taki and Anthony Walker. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I like Anthony Walker. Uh, Taki Taki, he, he, he proved, uh, obviously, he got injured towards the end, but he played well. Those are guys that you can plug in. You know you can plug in and play if you have to go down this route of musical chairs at the linebacker position. But I think you bring Anthony Walker back. I'm not sure what his uh, contract situation is at this point. But he's a guy that you invested. Obviously, you wanted. He was he was good for the locker room. And when you lost him, you saw things kind of fall apart. Now, is he the sole answer? No, but he's definitely uh, a player that can that that will that that adds value, that adds uh, you know uh, depth to that room. But I definitely either one of those guys. I think if you can get it done, you get it done. But you also have to make a splash in Levante David. You know, Dequel, I'm glad you said that. See, shout out to the big homie, Anthony Walker, man. I told him, I said, listen, man, mm-hmm. you know, he came back off injury. I said, but that can't be the only move. Anthony Walker, I like him, but we still need to upgrade that position. Now, I don't, I don't right. think he, I, he like, I called him Captain Planet. <laughs> now, didn't you call him Jag? Well, yeah, Just the guy? He's a Jag, but, but then I said, he can't be Captain Planet. You can't be saying, I'm, I'm going to wish somebody on the ground. You got to make plays, dog. So at the right, end of the day, right. I need some more on top of that. I like Levante David. I like Kendricks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Bobby Wagner wants. I like him too. Uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they mm-hmm. need two or three. And I, and I wanted to drill down on this. See, earlier in the year, you was not too high on JOK. Now, mm-hmm. when you said... They might need to go ahead and release this man. Was that hyperbole mm-hmm. or you no. felt like go ahead? No, it is for what I watched on the field from year one to year two, there needs to be, I, I just saw just day one linebacker one-on-one mistakes happening and reoccurring at a high clip. And if you were to take away the physical attributes of this young man, he wouldn't have a job. But because he has that physical prowess and you know it's in his body to get it done, I don't know what was going on, whether he couldn't see, whether he needed an eye test, whether he need I don't know what was going on. And I'm sure the linebacker coach, you know, if he had hair, he didn't have any hair towards the end of the season coaching him. But, you know, at times he would play better, but it wasn't enough for this defense uh, for him to be a, a, a fixture on. Anthony Walker, you put on the tape. When he did play, you go back to previous years. He did certain things right, and that's as simple as reading reading your triangle, we like to call it, from a linebacker position, and expanding your vision. His vision, his eyes were bad. I think if he doesn't show uh, improvement, I think you have to kick the tires on. You can't you can't afford to, to hold on to a, a high draft pick like this unless you can get some trade bait for him. But he's one of those guys, if he doesn't play well right away, he doesn't show flashes, I think you have to move on and I'm going to stick to it. Because he's. I, I've seen guys with lesser talent be able to play the position and be effective. Whether or not they – now, they weren't the you know a, a difference maker, but they were effective. And when you plug them in, you know they're going to do things right. You know they're going to make read their keys. They're going to know what to, where to go. Well, uh, um, you know, just how to play the position. I didn't think he, – he, he relied too much on his raw ability, and that's something that, you know, 
as a as a guy coming from college, you think that would be corrected when you when he was in year two? I, I just saw. Safety to quell? I mean, safety requires a lot more, you know, uh, communicating a lot more. I, I, I don't, I, he was on the wrong side of the formation with his body frame. I don't think that necessarily bodes well for him. I think he has to be an interior guy. He can't be on one end or the other. But I understood why they made the decision during the year because you take part of the menu off his plate when you put one guy on one side of the field. But could he play safety? He's fast enough to play the position. Yeah, I can he tell has you that. Athleticism. His, his frame for linebacker, he just doesn't. I know the Browns wanted to get more athletic at that position, particularly mm -hmm. because Lamar Jackson is in the conference and you need that kind of spy at right. linebacker that can run with these guys. But I think right. he's he's too small, in my view. He's too small to be a, an a impactful linebacker. And I don't think the instincts are there. I Like, to your point, the instincts are just natural, and it just doesn't seem right. like that's that he has that piece of it. Yeah, and I try to think about, you know, he is a kid from Ghana, and, you know, watching football. So, from my experience with playing with guys from that didn't necessarily have football in their backyard, it takes them a little bit more time. But, you know, in the NFL, there is no time. It's, right. it's the not for lonely. And if you don't get it done, you don't have a job. So, and, and playing for the Browns, that's one position where it's so – you're just looking for one guy to take it over, to take the uh, bull by the reins, and say, you know what, this is this is my this is this is my team. Uh, I'm going to be the fixture at linebacker, and, and and let's build from that. But he has a golden opportunity, and if he doesn't take advantage of it, unfortunately, he'll be moving either position or or uh, area codes here. Dequell, the only one taking me by the reins is my wife, so let's keep that straight, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. I know you were you were at uh, at the combine there. What's going on? Are, they, are you are you working with the Browns? Are you doing some stuff? Because are we are you now an inside source for the Browns for us? Yeah. Or what? Well, so that, so I so that's a good question. Well, yeah. I have to be careful what I say. Ah, yeah. How I say Will Matthias here pretty soon. Uh, as far as the conversations we've had, it'll be more sort of player development and working with players individually, nice. assessing them and, and kind of using the tools that I developed when I played the game and, and, and helped in any capacity. So right now we're just trying to figure that out. But to be at the combine, man, was was a, a very unique experience to see it from the coaches and front office standpoint. Yeah. You know, I had, you know, it was something as simple as I played in, in Indy for three years and guys, I've never walked around the stadium. So I showed up early, just walked around the stadium to check it out and just meeting different guys who I either played with that are now in front offices around the league. It was very, very helpful to kind of, you know, see what they thought of uh, the position, what they thought about, you know, being in the league and and, and just hearing that point of view from, uh, from a front office standpoint. But I'll tell you what, those guys, man, you know, to watch some of these guys, the, the guy from the D lineman from Northwestern run a 4-4 at 280. <laughs> see feel that a guy can fast and that heavy but um the brown listen i had a great great visit with stefanski uh i talked to a, 
and anyone that would give me the second just to, you know, just to kind of get familiar with them and they can get familiar with me. So right now it's still in preliminary phase and I'm sure I'll be out there once again and around OTAs and minicamp, more of a, a rigid schedule. And, right. and from that moment, I have a better, better idea of what that role would look like if uh, they would allow me to be there. Hey, DQ, wow, would you awesome. mind uh, closing out of your VMix link and logging back in? You're lagging for a sec. So I'm going to do a promo uh, okay. read that will kick you out and come right back in, all right? Okay, all right. All right, while Dequell's doing that, I'm going to tell you what Dequell ate for breakfast this morning. Built Bars. Knew it. Looking big. He brought it to Indy, shared him at the Combine. Dequell is built by Built Bar, just like we all are at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you use promo code LOCKDOWN15, you get 15% off at locked at built.com. Excuse me. The promo code, the, the URL, too similar, but you still get 15% off Man. at Locked on. Jay, anything out of that? Let me tell you this, Jay. Um, watching, the, I did watch the combine. I watched a lot of it, and I, I don't know what made me think about your son, but he was just talking about the evolution of athletes, and I, you know, this is you know, you start looking at the curve. Guys are getting more and more wow. athletic to bigger, a point. faster, stronger. Yeah. These guys are these guys are two hundred. When I came out, you ran a four eight. You was moving. These guys are <laughs> yeah. running 4-4 four, four consistently. You, you saw with the big lineman from Ohio State. Yeah. He ran like a 5-2 or something. These are but, offensive but, tackles. But when you look at how big he is and how strong he it's is. Amazing. Five, five, when, so you say you run a 5-flat 40. Let me just explain something to you. People <laughs> always say what they would do to athletes. Do you know that, the, that, that, a, that a regular offensive lineman is tracking down uh, running the middle person on the street. Yeah. Facts. You can't even <laughs> run away from them. No way. They, they don't know that. They don't know how fast these dudes is, man. They tracking you down, bro. That's some scary <laughs> stuff. I've always said the most awe-inspired thing I've, I've done in all of my career of covering sports is to cover an NFL game from the sidelines. There, there is absolutely no show of athleticism on the planet that compares. I think a physical sport. I, I remember be sitting ringside for a boxing match once. Yeah, that's. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, how hard? I they, how hard of, they actually hit? I watched a couple of like tomato can heavyweights, like yeah. bottom of the barrel guys. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh my god, every punch looked like a sledgehammer hitting a yeah. guy in the face. I've been at title fights, middleweight title yeah, yeah, yeah. fights, middleweights. And these guys, it's what what every blow sounded like. Even a blow that at home, you're like, that didn't do any damage. Yeah. Even like a six inch. Body shot. Yeah. It sounds like a baseball bat to the side. It's crazy. Of you know, a, a side of beef. It's crazy. And, it really and you're is. just sitting there. So that is that is really eye opening. Yeah. But to me, on a football field, when, when you're watching, TV doesn't even come close to giving justice no. to the speed and the size. And more importantly, Dequel, I know you can answer to this. The mm -hmm. actual violence of these collisions, every oh, yeah. single collision where a ball carrier is tackled in the open field, it sounds like a car crash. Yeah, and it's painful to watch nowadays. I, 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 I have to constantly remind myself, I did this all yeah. my life. No yeah. kidding. Like, I ran into human beings fast as I could all my life. It, it's something that I'm so mentally, I'm not in that space. But because I, I want to go back to a point I made when uh, Bull asked me about the combine. I saw a drill. That was taking place. And I don't know if they showed it on the live broadcast, but to me, it was a waste of damn time. They were they were uh, trying to measure uh, flexibility where a guy laid on his butt and he had to flip his legs over his head. And there was a guy 
to uh, move the, the feet out and in. And I'm looking, I'm like, is this an actual drill? This is what? like, what do what we, what do we get? What information are we recording from this? Well, and it was agility important though. You sure that wasn't a porn movie tryout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? You got these 300 pound offensive line, defensive linemen putting their, their legs over their head. Lord, I would lose my breath trying to do that. And it was like, oh, we're, we're, we're checking uh, their hips and range of motion. I'm like, yeah, get out of here. Well, you know what though? But but I I the reason I think there's value in that Dequell, and I could be wrong. I, I remember one of the things that my son used to work on more than anything else, aside from speed and strength, was mm-hmm. agility, was flexibility. Because here's right. the way he explained it: he had he was constantly having late high school, early college, constantly having motor injuries, and by that I mean mm-hmm. quads. Uh, your 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 flexors. My hip flexors always. Hurt. You know, hip flexors are the big yeah. one, particularly for long yeah. jumpers, because their range of motion in flight with their legs is is over 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. So he learned the value in his first two years at Rutgers um, okay. in strength and agility. Because what, here's what they told him flat out, and this is why I think it's so important at these combines. They told him, if we can get you to a certain flexibility level, we can eliminate mm-hmm. the idea that you will tear hamstrings. We can eliminate the idea that you will uh, pull your glutes, um, even your core muscles, because they said that's those injuries occur, as you know, when you've overstretched, when you've Mm -hmm. overflexed. So what they do is they find your range. And if it's here, they build it to this, knowing Mm -hmm. that you're never going to exceed this to get injured. And it's amazing how it worked for him. No, I'm not going to. You make a great point, but I'm not buying it. The, what, what they were doing, not, I, I, I can't. He's like, I, he's there, like a showcase your ability to play football. We, yeah. we can do that some other time. You no, know I think I think they're trying to figure out your likelihood of suffering mm. an injury. Quell's not buying it yet. No, I'm not it's buying not. it. I'm hey, not speak, buying it. Speaking okay. of drills that I, because we were talking about this Friday, <laughs> Joe Thomas last week said that he thinks the bench press is not really useful. He says, the guys that do the bench press, that has nothing to do with being an offensive lineman or, or, yeah. or uh, period. Yeah. It's useless. Yeah, he, it's thinks gonna, a, I, he thinks like a, a deadlift would probably be more meaningful. Uh, I think he said a deadlift. I don't remember exactly I mean, what he said. I mean, listen, before you said that last bit about yeah. a different, you know, pull or push, then, yeah, right. I, the bench press. I played with a lot of guys who were, you know, bench strong but couldn't get off a block to save their life. It's all yeah. about technique. But I, I do think there's a level of I, that's a, that's a hard one to sell for me to get rid of because okay. I enjoy watching it to be honest with you. You know, it some of the DBs are the strongest pound for pound human beings on the face of this planet. You know, that are 200 pounds that can push. You know, right. five, six hundred pounds, pound for pound. You know, all yeah. the guys up DBs I play with, they've always been just on another level in terms of uh, right. just brute strength. That's how I was that. Yeah. Oh, Tyvis is the exception. He probably wasn't. He didn't fit that bill. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't really I'm not buying that. Did you guys but. hear about the USC lineman who had a clean tear of his ACL? Yeah. And came back after that the next morning. The next morning. Yeah. And repped like was 38. 38. Uh, the most of any offensive lineman. The most reps oh on the God. bench. By the way, that measure, that you know crazy. what that measured to me? Heart. Heart. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I want that right. Here's the thing, though, Dequel, that, that I Sorry. think oh, I think people get suckered every year. It's like, mm-hmm. we. I, I get it. The measurables are important. You want a guy to be fast and strong and all these things. But how many times do we see it? Where a guy 
showed you nothing on the football field for three, four years in college. And then right. he kills it at the combine. And we're like, well, this guy's moving up the draft board. Well, nothing yeah. he did on the football. F- if I, I'm not moving a guy up on the draft board because he mm-hmm. runs fast. There's a lot yeah. of guys who run fast that aren't good at football. Just because right. you could run really fast doesn't make you a great football Anthony player. Schwartz. <laughs> and John Ross, who the Bengals drafted right. in the top 10. Yeah. Right. I, 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 th- I think we get so enamored with these numbers and so excited by them. And it's not just us. The teams do it, too, and they make bad picks yeah. because of it often. I mean, you you should you should have seen. I was had a privilege to sit in a box and go visit with other, other uh, former coaches of mine. And, you know, everyone seemed to have a stopwatch. You know, anytime yeah. the 40 was up, everyone was enamored with it. And they recorded their own times and they're competing with each other. And it's amazing how close they were to the actual uh, uh, electronic, you know, deal they have at the yeah. 40. But you're right. I mean, it, it's, something, it's something for the fans. It's something to watch. It, it, it's, it's a measuring stick to see how athletic you are. But you're right. At the end of the day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Do you make plays? Or are you showing up on the field? Or are you not? And and it's so hard to separate the two. Listen, if you had a guy on the fringe level, if he went out and ran a really great time, benched a lot and, and jumped through the roof. Yeah, he may move up a, t- a touch, but it's so hard to to, to separate the two. Uh, listen, I was just enamored at how many guys were so much faster than me that outweighed me by 100 pounds. There, man. It, <laughs> it, was, it was unreal, man. They are I don't faster know. and stronger. In today's mm-hmm. day and age, we hear all the weird questions come out because Twitter's around, social media's around. It's a thing. When you were going through the combine process and doing interviews with teams, did you ever yeah. get asked to do something ridiculous or weird? Or what was the yeah, weirdest question yeah. as you were going through that process? It, it was actually, it was a running back, or no, a linebacker's coach for Cincinnati years ago. I can't remember his name, but I remember out of all the visits I've, I've had with teams during that time, he gave me his card on the way out. He was like, I expect you to call me once every week until now, until the draft. And so I called my agent. I'm like, hey, this guy wants me to call him every week until the draft he's like no we're not doing that you know screw this guy he's just mad i'm like well listen if i'll make the call if it makes if it if if i can get drafted and play in this league i'll do it but it was just so strange that you know i would see the guy you know years later and it was so awkward man i was like why would you even do that <laughs> if you had he, no was testing you. Drafting me, he was absolutely you know? testing you Duquel, you know this as well as anybody what what this whole offseason period is about the draft there's, mm-hmm. there's really three things that they're, that they're measuring. They're looking at your tape. That hay is in the barn. Then right. they're going to poke, prod, and measure and right. test your ability, strength, speed, all of that. And then the other one is character, which under character, mm-hmm. I would also include intelligence because I know that right. you know the, the old intelligence test is out. I don't mm-hmm. think they even give that anymore. The Wonderlick you're talking about? Yeah, the Wonderlick is dead, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's, I, I'm, I'm pretty, not sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that teams just pretty much stopped using it. Um, yeah. But they're still asking questions and they're testing 
your, your character and all of that. If you were a GM or if you were a scout, a coach, whatever, what formula would you have? You've got a hundred parts to the pie. Oof. What part are you giving to play on the field? What part are you giving to performance at the combine? And what part are you giving to character, intelligence, et cetera? You know, probably the combine, the measurable, and the physical ability, I would say that would be probably 20% of it. That's you know, and everything. That's exactly what I would weigh it. Yeah, and everything else will kind of be uh, uh, tied together. You know, the right. character and what you do on the field, those have to those have to mirror each other. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'd say this, man, it's, it's no special sauce to it. It's like I always ask my, myself this question. How do you, if you, how do you, measure what's between someone's ears, you know, in terms of grit, you know, and I think that it goes to talking to how they treat people, you know, go to the people that they least, um, um, uh, they had the least amount of, uh, um, you know, encounters with and see what, what their perspective is of, of this person, just to see just how, you know, uh, good of a person they are. And I mean, it, it's such a hard equation to try to figure out and master because you can have all the due diligence in the world. And if a guy, you know, tucks his tail the minute things get hard, you know, what, what do you have here? You wasted your time, but, um, you know, it's very interesting, man. It's very, very, very interesting. And it's a tough equation to try to figure out, but that's not an easy question to answer right now. That what is a great question. I'd like to ask all 32 GMs. I would love to be, have some time and be in the room, hopefully with the Browns one day and see if I can be a part of that equation and help just understand the psyche of a player and help, whoever has to make that decision down the road. It actually got me thinking about, uh, I actually told a story to some of the guys in the suite about some of the things that, you know, some of those old instincts were coming back, being in that building during that time, seeing all these guys run 40s and do all these uh, different things. I remember cheating uh, for the for the, uh, for the 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 um, vertical jump. So when I was going through the combine, I think I went like the third day. And so in my room, my agent always told me, watch the combine. I was like, why would I need to watch the combine? It was like, well, you don't know whether you're going to run a 40 first or bench press first. It's all scattered. So as I'm watching the combine, I notice, you know, when they take your measurements for the vertical, you have to extend your arms above your head. They take your measurement. And then from that, they measure the difference of you slapping a little deal, deal up top. Right. But I realized they allow guys to wear gloves. So what I thought about, I was like, you know what? I took tissue and I stuck tissue in every one of my fingers <laughs> in my gut. So, you know, cause I was doing the, the vertical jump, I think third or fourth or something like that. And so I had jumped all year long. I jumped no more than like 34 inches. Right. With the, with the tissue in my glove, I jumped like a 37 and a half. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. And so I told my buddies, my buddy was there, my, my team, I was like, hey, man, you know, use your glove. And after a while, they shut it off. But I'd already recorded my 37 and a half vert. And that was one of my came to fames of. Uh, well, you, out there, you out there with them big foam fingers. The number one the glove yeah. I play with. So I'd like to do the vertical with this. Hey, I, no. I was trying to get paid. G. Yeah, that's right. I don't blame you. Hey, if hey. you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> well, do you. I can't remember because you weren't on with us last week. I can't remember exactly the timeline if we've had you on since Ray Ventrone got the job. Um, no, uh, no, no, he was. it was, he right, was right, he right after. after. Yeah. Okay, we you did. were on. You were on right after because we had Phil Dawson on uh, last week yeah, for the Phil. first time, and, oh, and Phil man. was excited to talk about his relationship with you and with Ventrone. Yeah. Obviously, he was going crazy. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I missed that episode, man. Phil is, I haven't talked to him in a while. Like I said, I have his framed jersey and yeah. his cleats. I was a big fan of Phil, man. He's and they, high I think he, he's coaching high school now. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. He, he needs to come back to Cleveland. They need to put him on retainer, have him teach, uh, you know, our kicker how to adjust to this wins. We asked and, him about Phil that. said the last thing Cade York wants is an old ball guy telling him what to do. It's yeah, funny. Exact words. So it's funny. He taught, I feel like I learned more, and I've talked to Phil Dawson once before, but. I felt like I learned more in the 20 minutes we had Phil Dawson about special teams than I've learned oh. in the rest of my life combined. What a savant yeah. when it comes to that stuff. So, so Phil, so I had to put Phil, you know, um, Cribs and Bubba. So I, I had a chance to visit with Bubba. While I was at the combine, and I was like, dude, you know, because he had one of the top, you know, return return um, units in the, in the league with with Indy, and it was just like, man, I don't see guys the way Cribs would set up a kickoff return to help the frontline guys block. I was like, I don't see that anywhere. And it's just like, he has a PhD in special teams and how to, you know, get your job. So he, he's going to, he's going to make a, a huge impression on, on this, this unit. And you should see him. The guy's in better shape than half the guys in the locker room himself. So I it's it. easy to, to, uh, to, for, for players to, for him to get the players attention. Dequel, sure. There's no salary cap on coaches. So this is what I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And Jason Lloyd has referred to this a number of times because kicking is really in most cases, most of your games are decided by kicks. I mean, yeah. whether we like it or not, we see a vast majority of games come down to kicks. So we know how important they are. Jason tells us that only one team has a kicking specialist as a coach. So I don't mean wow. the special teams coach. They have a kicking specialist. Well, which team has the best kicker in the league? Yeah. It's You're Justin right. Tucker by a mile. Well, Tucker, Tucker, so, yes. So what, what I don't understand is, as long as our owner is going to be in the business of spending $875 million to become part owner of an NBA team a thousand miles yeah. away. Why uh, don't we drop a little bread and hire Josh Cribbs and drop a right. little bread and hire yeah. Phil Dawson to help Ventrone yeah. and, and make this dedication. Yeah. We aren't just going to be number one in the league on special teams. We're yeah. going to be number one by a mile. And that's yeah. a third of the game. Yeah. So Jay, we're going to do everything all, all we positions. need. And we're going to hire Dequel Jackson to be a linebacker consultant. Yeah, I would do it at every position that obviously you have Why trust not? with from the guys who, who have been in the building. I'll tell you what, there's other teams doing that. There's other teams that, you know, like Philly. There's no re there's no mistake Philly was in the, the Super Bowl. It wasn't. That's not a coincidence. They right. actually have things in place where they create sort of like a college atmosphere of Brett Selleck and Darren Sproles. They hire them to come in multiple times a week just to be around the guys and obviously there's a there's deliverables they have to um they have to uh meet but that's part of it right it's like what wouldn't you want to go to a place where you know you can touch ray lewis and you're he's going to be in the building you can soak up some yes. knowledge from him i think you have to get away from this old mentality one guy can do it all well you know right. what one guy needs some help to coach all these guys up because right. your message may not be the message that gets across to guys i do it all the time guys would would you know, former coaches of my, hey, can you talk to this guy? I can't get through to him. So, you know, that's that was the whole reason behind me reaching out to Andrew Barry and staff and say, you know what? I've been doing this since I retired. Let me see if I could, if, if this could could work in your building. And uh, hopefully it does. And, I, and I'm excited for yeah. it. And, 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 you know, I'll let you guys know how, how it works We're out. Excited but, for uh, you I'm too. Excited. 
Well, yeah, you but we're not coming on the leave. show. You just can't leave. Are you still you know? going to come on the show if you're working with the Browns? <laughs> I, I mean, we'll see. We'll oh, see. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I like <laughs> listen. I like how you didn't play no games with that. Yeah, you like if they're gonna bring me in on this checkonomics game. We're going to have to take yeah, some right. of this off. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Nicole, did you get a chance to talk with Jim Schwartz this week? Uh, during, at Carolina's <coughs> talk? I did. <coughs> he was the one guy I missed. I, I had a chance to sit down with uh, Stefanski during the combine. And yeah. We just talked ball, talked ball and kind of philosophy. And, and you know, he asked me a, a question that I couldn't – no one's ever asked me. How many – he asked me how many defensive coordinators had I played for. And, guys, I could not think of <laughs> – it was been so many because I think oh. I've had like eight head coaches. So, you know, oh you times God. that by probably two. I mean, it's, it's, and I realized I was like, you know what? In my entire 11 careers, I've only played in the system two years or more twice. And that was everything else has been every year. I had to learn a new uh, defensive scheme. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm well equipped to, to be in an NFL locker room and, and be a coach and whatever else they, they, they would have in store for me. So, I definitely have the credentials for it. Hey, listen, man. Listen, I know you're going to be up to your ears and some of that good quality NFL official gear. <laughs> you're going to be in here to quell. Do not be out here with no gloves on in the middle of winter. <laughs> you're a regular civilian. DeQuell got the gloves on. He got a, he got a black spat on his shoes. <laughs> Boy, oh, I yeah, man. Listen, I, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, Brad, um, the equipment guy, you know, that's one guy you have to keep in touch with because they got all the great gear, all of it. So, yeah, I got you, G. G, yeah. you're a gear guy. So, yeah. I got you, man. I, you hit uh, me up. I got you. Don't forget about us, too. <laughs> let, 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 I'm still waiting one. on my bourbon, dude. It's been sent. It's in the mail. I promise you. It is. Did you, you send the bottle that, that I gave you? I did. Yes, okay, I did. By the way, and I found out it... mailing alcohol not easy. No, it's very no. difficult. That's why Jay just gave it to me and said, "Hey, you figure it out." I, I had did. no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> By the way, have you guys noticed that Mike's voice has been jacked up for about a week? He took yeah. an elbow to the throat. I got elbowed in to the throat last Thursday, uh, last Tuesday playing basketball. It still hurts. Come on, tell us the truth, man. What happened? What happened? <laughs> I did. I really. This guy named Nate, who I, you know what, I'm at. I'm gonna see him tonight. We're playing tonight, actually, so I'm not yeah. gonna say. Are you going back? Some payback? No. I mean, I hit the game when I shot that game, but I'm not oh, there we go. That's payback. I'm not gonna cross check him back, but that's or I hit puberty in 29. One of the two. Mike, if I were you, I'd set the biggest pick and knock him on his ass. We'll see. Is he bigger than you? I'll come with you. I'll let. I'll set the pick for you. How big is he? He's normal size guy. Not that big. Bigger than you. But bigger than you. Right. Most people are, yeah. Like, mm. All right, Dequell, thanks for your time, brother. Enjoy like your week. Hey, always thanks, to talk to you guys. Enjoy your week. See you, buddy. Take care. Appreciate so, DQ. I, I'm rooting for him to find whatever, yeah. you know, if, if, if that's what he wants to do. I think he would be great. I know. I'd hate to lose him role, as a guest. But I don't want to lose him, man. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.